All right, guys, welcome to another Cleveland Moto Podcast. What are we at, Tom? We're at 456. I think so, yeah. Four, is that 456? It is. That seems impossible. Yeah. yeah. Or wait, is it 46? No, no, no. I think it's. Um, it's 46. You're right. 46? Yes. 46. Because yeah. we 446. just did 445. 445. Yeah. 446. 446. Yeah. 446. Yeah. I was going to say, we jumped 10. We jumped. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it'll be cel- it'll be a big celebration for me when we get to four fifty four. Yeah, because I'm an Oldsmobile fella from way back in the day. So I was like, yeah. Then at four fifty five, exactly. Right, yeah, we'll yeah, have two yeah. of them right in a row. And then we got six 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 coming up in about a hundred and. Yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. We're gonna do something super special yeah. for our six hundred and sixty six podcast. Yeah, we'll have a special guest, Satan. Well, who's yes. the who's the most evil person we know? We have to invite them. There's a lot of people that we know, but you're actually strangely. A nice fella for all the boxes you check for being the Antichrist. Right, right. right. Ah. That. Yeah. But also, my friend, you got Wait, Eric. Wait, it's the vegan thing, isn't it? The high priest of, of the Satanic Church, Church in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Eric, yeah. we could get Eric. We could. I he think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Even, in, get, even better. I'm going to be wearing my garlic necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I have some holy water. My bestest underwear. Get in the flask. So to my immediate left, we have... Andy Taylor. Back! He's hey. back. He's back again. Uh, to his left? Steve Sleepy. And to his left? Johnny Mack. And to his? Darren Kramke. And behind the bar tonight? Tom Pennington. And your humble narrator, Phil Waters. Today is the Black Friday edition of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Um, did Okay, raise your hand if you had turkey yesterday. Whee! Raise your hand if you still want turkey today. Oh, Crokey's <laughs> in. He's like, I didn't get my turkey yesterday. I know you You had to have a tofurkey yesterday, right? Something like that. I just had to deal with my mom yesterday. Wheat, and that alone, sock. nobody's eating. Nobody's eating that much. Really? To, oh, dude. Oh, I'm, I, she I, is an interesting person. Lots of fabrications. Lots of fabric cobbles of her yeah, life. There you go. <laughs> and I, So here's what I have to actually ask a question. Do old people, those of the 80 plus generations, Remember that when they're telling a story that you might have been there? Yes. And do you know that that is just so you're aware? Yeah. Uh, my mom did this her entire adult life. The second that anybody had been in her life window long enough to share a memory with. Oh, Philip, do you remember when the bop? And what we've discovered as we moved along and as mom, you know, as that began, you know what that is? That subject matter. That's subject matter. So if you're not, if you haven't left the house much this month, if you don't have a lot going on, you can always say, do you remember when we got you that orange bicycle? And you go, well, I was there, yeah. right? <laughs> do you remember that Christmas we got you the red 10-speed? Well, I was the center of that story. Right, and then the, the deviation right. of the actual now, truth. Now, here's the trick. Yeah. Do you know that the only time a story is considered very accurate is the very first time it's told? Oh, sure. Because every time that story is told again, it gets modified. So the only pure story is the story where the event happened. Nobody says a fucking word about it until many, 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 many years later. And maybe two, three people are recounting the tale for the very first time. But stories like that are few and far between because they're not quality enough to be fucking stories, right? right. You know, you're like, oh yeah, there was a there was a rabbit in our and, backyard on Robert Street, and, and then Bigfoot showed up. Yeah, well, by the time I fifteen mean, by the time fifteen years go by, and she tells that story at every family gathering because it's near and dear to her heart. But it is funny the way that they change 
so well, much. Her, her, yeah. she, she has seven more degrees now than she used to have. Yeah, yeah. She's right. taught twenty more years longer than she has. Right. There are times when she walks just into Marks, just casually yeah. to go get something. Right. And and uh, and some like sixty year old man now, because it was her student back yeah. then, throws himself on the floor saying, "You were you changed the best my life." Yeah, and yeah. all this stuff. I was like, "Okay, cool. there you go." And yeah. a black belt in karate. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That is exactly what happens. Yeah. That is it. Yep. And by the time we all get to her age, not a ramp's going to be nine feet tall. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is. Oh, there we were at the Mecklefesh gr- rolled out two sets of dualies at the Grand. <laughs> and he rolled out two <laughs> sets of dualies. It was like the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and bourbon was flowing from cannons he, on either side of the aisle. Bourbon fairy will have become out of his nipples at that point. <laughs> right, right. He will have been surgically altered by the time we're in our seventies to tell that very same story. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great, right? Uh, pretty, uh, pretty busy week for a lot of us. I know it's been a tough one for for just the. Come get I- your mother's milk. Yes, come get your ah. So was the uh, was the shop just packed with uh, Black Friday shoppers? Black yeah. Friday shoppers so looking for that free deal. I had uh, we had one fellow who came in. I wish I, uh, I'm not going to say that. Where one fellow who came in and bought. Oh, I'm sorry. Pretended that he was going to buy a motor scooter. He pretended, and he had his whole story worked out. In fact, he had written a proposal. So he had typed <laughs> out and printed out. A purchase proposal. Oh, that now, he, man! That he, man was going to propose to you, Phil. He was in the shop a month and a half ago and wasted, you know, two and a half, three hours of Renee's time because you know he's just a guy. He's one of these guys that has to have everything on paper, has to have it great. And when I stopped talking to him today was when I offered him four hundred dollars off the price of the vehicle, a vehicle that I know is going to be have a price increase after January one. I'm offering him 400 off of today's price. I'm offering to give him free winter storage so his insurance and his warranty doesn't start until he picks it up on April 1st, right? He wanted me to sign a contract that said if Vespa, Piaggio, put the vehicles on sale anytime between now and his picking the bike up, that I would reduce his price by the amount that Vespa had put the vehicles on sale. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. No. He goes, well, they're, they're, they're going to sell me the bike $150 cheaper in Columbus. And I said, no, they're going to sell you the current bike, which I would sell you at the regular price. That, they're not selling you the bike I'm offering you 400 off on. So apples and oranges now, buddy. Right. And I had to meet Smith at the warehouse to put his bike into storage. Plus, I had four bikes I needed to take to the warehouse to go to storage. And I realized that this guy was just pulling my dick, right? And so I just, okay. So I said, well, I'll tell you what, I had already told him 300 off. And I just said, you know what? Since I have to leave, I'm just going to say this now. We have two white ones and one black one. 400 off free winter storage. And I said, and I, I waited and he goes, well, I'm going to have to think about that. And I said, yeah, I didn't think so. And I fucking left. And I just fucking left. And I was like, you know why? Because if I offer you four and you're still playing the game, then you, were not, you weren't here you weren't to buy serious. anything you anyway. You weren't serious. You're here because you have a psychological problem. Yeah. You wanted to pretend. Literally, he wrote a proposal to buy a fucking scooter. He made a proposal. Like, if we could agree to these terms, then we were fit to be his supplier. Uh, uh, <laughs> gotta go. What's the old line? If you can find a better deal. 
I didn't know. I he just this this. Uh, yeah. And meanwhile, while you know how he was in there, just not being a buyer. Two other people came in and bought a bike, yeah. right? Like two other people came that's in and, and legitimately old, spent money and bought a thing. That's the old Coca line, wasn't it? Was if you can find a better deal, buy it. Right, right. If you can find a better deal than that, and that was a good deal. Like I'm looking at this going. Here's another tip what? for you too. If you're ever thinking that you're going to go into a place and be like, "Yeah, man, check it out. I'm going to do this thing," or I'm going to talk to the dealership 200 miles away, and I'm going to talk to the dealership 100 miles away, and then to go into the dealership at the end of my street and buy the bike, buy the car, buy the whatever. When I was in there the one day, I watched Renee make. The easiest sale ever. The guy ah. comes in and he's just like, I'm, I'm going to buy a Vespa. Um, which one do you think I should buy? Right. And he's like, I don't know. Maybe that one. He's like, okay. Yep. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, maybe I should buy that one. That color might be better. Okay. Right. All right. Uh, well, you need anything from me? Here's my credit card. Right. All right. I'll, I'll see. I'll come pick it up later. Whatever. Hey, call me when you're. <laughs> call me when the paperwork's done. Do, right. you, do you remember? I, one of my favorite parts from working at the shop. Was when the super hammered dude and his wife came in, loaded, <laughs> loaded, and and you were like, you did all your due diligence until you're like, are you sure you would like to purchase this? They uh, were go blasted. Yeah, yeah. They and came they, in after a 17 cocktail lunch. Yeah, yep. And they bought how many? Two scooters and all the accessories and. Well, they started. Yeah. Well, no, because then they right. changed the next day. You got, exactly. When we got there at right. nine in the morning yeah. the next day. Yeah. The call. So what did they do? They they they. They lied to me. Right. They had. They spent two and a half hours of my time, three hours of my time. Oh, you tried everything. They you, bought two bikes. Yeah. They got accessories. They did all this shopping, and I said, "That's great. Give me your credit card so I can get your deposit done, so we can prep the bikes." We don't have the card with us. We use for these purchases and da 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 da, da and everything else. And you know what? I'm going to give you one card, but put the deposit for one bike on this card. I'm going to bring you the other card for her bike tomorrow. And I went, "That's fine. I don't care." I got into the shop nine o'clock the next morning, had the voicemail. Yep. Like, we've made a terrible error. It turns out we talked to our financial analysts and uh, we're going to go heavy in soybeans this year. And it turns out the Bitcoin didn't work out so well for us. And this whole story about why they couldn't buy anything now and they needed their $500 deposit. But I think back. I, my, my favorite part, though, yeah. is when you tried to, you were like, do you really, like, you, you tried to be like, yeah, look, dude, I like, tried you're kind of drunk right now. Yep. You didn't say that because you don't want to say that. But I said, maybe you want to think about it. Yeah, right? Maybe you want to think about and it. And the dude took offense and was he like, got pissed. so you don't want to sell me something? <laughs> right. I'm trying to buy something. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Not friends. Because yeah. it turns out right 30 now. years of doing this, <laughs> yeah. I can tell when somebody's <laughs> fantasy buying yeah. and they're going to sober up. And so when I gave him the world's greatest out, when I pumped the brakes for him and he's like, oh, now you're trying to insult me. You think I'm not qualified to make this purchase? And it turns out he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> because the next day I ran his credit. He couldn't finance the pizza we had for dinner tonight. Right. Right? The man is not in shape. His debt to income ratio is not a relevant number. But it was right? very amusing to yeah. watch it all go down. Yeah, but that happens. <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah, that, that's the thing. That's weird. Mm. So um, I bought a thing. <laughs> yeah. You're addicted to these so, things. So, yeah. So last year, I last year just before the podcast, yep. I bought a Coleman mini bike out, yep. literally on my device <laughs> while we were sitting having drinks before the co- podcast. And I was like, pretty great. Had a good time with it. Took it to a few events and we all rode it around and tried to, you know, ride it and have fun with it. And it turns out it did exactly what the advertisement said it did. It was orange and white and fun. And so these were... This is the newer one. It has disc brakes and a, a torque converter and LED lighting. 
and it's better in just every possible me- measurable way. <laughs> and it was only a hundred bucks more. So I was like, oh, I'm going to buy one of those. I got to buy one of those. And then I got to thinking, I was like, you don't buy anything November 1st. You wait for Black Friday. Yeah. Because now Black Friday has turned into this ridiculous abomination where a young child told my wife who works in education, we don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Black Friday. She, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. We celebrate Black Friday. I mean, that's the realistic way of looking at well, it. I mean, real, you know what I'm saying? Let it the is, spending begin. It, yeah, is, right. it is the most American of holidays. Of course. Because yeah. we can talk about, oh, the birth of Christ and Christmas and all blah, blah, blah. Right. We can talk about Thanksgiving and Lincoln and all the other crap. And the, I'm a uh, veteran. Can, I mean, I'm a veteran of the war on Christmas. Right. We can yeah. literally talk about all this stuff, but the reality is yeah. Black Friday is the most American holiday I can it think is. of. My favorite thing, though, is 11 p.m. tonight, the news, when you get to see all the people shoot each other over, over cheap well, toys or whatever. Again, yeah. Minecraft or whatever. Amazon has even gone to this point where they started Black Friday. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And Cyber Monday is no longer a thing. Because everyone has better internet at home. Right. (laughs) Because Amazon literally has just gone, you know what? If they're going to celebrate Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we might as well just run two weeks of sales. I'm going to go to my... It's all Alibaba crap anyway. (laughs) I'm going to go to my house or I'm going to go to my job and use their internet there so I can buy buy things. Like, what a dated concept. Right. Right. Like, I right. can do it on my phone now. My, Anywhere know, I'm at. I can literally buy things now. I can buy real estate on my phone. Right so <laughs> I sure as shit, they dropped the price 200 bucks. So they did. They dropped the price 200 bucks for Black Friday. And from now until like the 25th, right? So, so like a couple, couple of days. It was $799. Now it's 599 bucks. Oh, because that's. Do you see a, that? No, I don't see the words. No, the, I see no, no, hold on, hold on. Wait. So when I bought my orange and white one, the very best price I could find on this bitch was at Camping World. Right. So now the Camping World one is $849, which they're saying is a discount of 500 bucks off nine Hondo. They're wrong. Where you got to go is you got to go to Tractor Supply. Because when you go to Tractor Supply, that's when you get the real good deal. And the real good deal is the... Uh, is the $599. And I mean, that's fantastic. That's truly the sore dick deal for a super fun little thing that you can rock around. Uh, I I cannot tell you how much fun I've had on it. It's it's silly good fun. Well, Oscar figured out how to do wheelies on it. So And Oscar's and by the way, Oscar's technique of doing wheelies on it is Pretty easy. Oh yeah. Right. It wasn't like I got on there and I was like, really? You're you're fucking doing wheelies on this thing? I can't believe it. Because it's not like it has a crazy torque converter or anything cool going on. All we did was bent the piece of metal that was keeping it from going wide fucking open, right? We just bent a little metal tab out of the way. And now it's hunting for skylight, right? Yeah, five hundred and ninety-nine bucks. Do but they I, do they sell just the frame? I'm thinking you could fit a nice different motor in there. Yeah, sure. I'll bet you the frame has a part number. Yeah. Now, here's the crazy thing. I'm going to tell you how to game the system. One, if you have a federal tax ID number, you should probably register for tax ID with this particular item with Tractor Supply Company. I'm not telling you how to live your life, but hey, 8% is 8%. (laughs) Now, here's the other thing. I bought this, used my federal tax ID, got the tax break, so it's $599.99. I went to pick it up today. I was fully expecting it to be in a cardboard box. They had prepped it. It was already built. I'm going to unbuild it and build it again because I don't trust anybody. But here's the crazy thing. 
I walked up and I said, do you guys do a veteran's discount? And they said, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, what's your veteran's discount? She goes, hold on, let me look it up. She looks it up, 20%. Oh shit. Wow. Yeah. So she said, do you have the credit card in your wallet that you paid for this with? And I said, I do. And she gave me $120 off of that. She gave me 20% of that back. Dude. Yeah. It actually turned out to be like 88 bucks, 89 bucks. You might have to go buy another one of those for a couple of guys here. The <laughs> point being, what a dang deal. Yeah. What a dang deal. Yep. Even at 600 bucks, it's still a lot of fun. Uh, so if you're looking for a pedestrian type thing that you can run around your backyard on, or you can ride around mid-Ohio, or you can let your friends ride around mid-Ohio. Which is the point. This is it. Did I mean, you uh, that's let it. The, did you let the piston fire some anger? No, 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 no. I picked it up just before I got here. Because I just want to know how much faster it is with the torque converter compared to... We have no idea. But we have the two things we need to know to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Right? True. We have a perfectly stock orange and white one, which is what they... Tom, Tom, explain to me the the, difference. That's the BT. So the... um, Big tube. Yeah, it's the big tube. Or bent tube. But the reality is that... It's called the bent tube? Is that what it is? The BT is the bent tube? So the BT200 is the orange and white U-Haul version. Yeah. Right? I think yeah. it also came in red, though. I think oh, they it? have them red, but okay. it's, a, it's that like big slope shoulder. It yeah. looks like the letter yeah. C upside down. Yeah. 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 Which I think so. is delightful design. I love mm-hmm. the design of it. Where it's my, very Ikea. Might have a name like is, Schlork. It should, they should call it the... <laughs> it's called the Christopher. <laughs> yes, and here we have... The, it's spelled with a K, with an, also a squiggly. And at least one Z. Yeah. Right, the Christopher. Uh, and it doesn't have nearly enough letters. No. And it's but all put together with one... There's a lot in there. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put the whole now, thing together with that little L wrench. Now you gotta paint it. It's all built by Allen Heads. Now it's gonna be, now it's gonna oh. be blue and yellow and have IKEA written down the side of it. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes with, it comes with meatballs. Are you, are you good? When you look you at the frame, it's a, a jigsaw puzzle of welded together it pieces is. that were right. all t- t- scraps that they cut up and made work with the computer. Here's what I have to say already about this. <clears throat> First of all, this has something what I'd like to call a rack on the back of it. Yeah. Whereas the orange and white one, the the BT, did not. Sands. Right. So, And then this one has the foot pegs mid-mounted, whereas the orange one has these fucking ridiculous highway pegs on it. So the orange one has your feet out in front of you so, like a Harley. So this is the the mid mount Sportster, yeah. and the other one is the 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 highway mount sport. What is the? Uh, I think it's a Dyna. Yeah. No, it's a rigid though. It's a rigid. Yeah, they're all rigid. Yeah, they're all rigid. So, but this one has a disc brake on the back instead of a drum brake. Well, see that? Cool. I'm looking at the see. Um, I like it. I'm looking at the torque converter on it, but it's not like the the um, the one that I ended up with. No, 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 no. I don't think this is even trying to be the same thing. But so here's the, I'll I'll pull this up just because we're fucking standing here, you know, yapping about it. Yeah, see, there's the, uh, that's the big tube. That's the big, the big tube. The big tube. tube. So that's the big tube. There's no rear rack. It has the old school incandescent light bulb. It does. And by the way, that old light bulb, uh, I figured out that that old, the light bulb on my, the orange and white one I have is that giant chrome looking Harley headlight thing, which from uh, a half mile away is frighteningly bright. I mean, it's like it's when you're drinking a beer and somebody's shining it at you, you're like, ah, go away. <laughs> but actually on the road in front of you, it's useless. 
They've somehow managed to figure out a lighting system <laughs> that burns your eyeballs, but also provides no usable light. Nice. And I've tried aiming it up and down and side to side. It really doesn't help too much. I'm really excited about the new one because... Bright, they, but not focused. That's right. Yeah, I think that it might be bright, but just bright all the way so that you're literally staring into the eye of fucking Sauron. But this, uh, yeah, so this is the one I have, the orange and white version of, and no luggage rack in the back whatsoever. Yep. And totally a different build. But more importantly, this one didn't get the big fucking discount now, did it? So uh, for some reason, this one's paying, still paying full cheddar like last year. So, so if you're just checking in, this is Cleveland Mini Bike. Hey, uh, you go in your Instagram right now and you join the Coleman mm. Mini Bike channel. That is some fun shit. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> I, uh, we should all be wishing we were having as much fun as the people well, on that the, Instagram the, group. You know, I always talk about, and Sleepy always brings up the fact that the Chinese motorcycles that are coming out now are infinitely customizable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nobody's going to care if you cut them up. Nobody's going to care. Chinese motorcycles. Nobody's going to care. But the reality is, they're still two thousand dollars plus. Yes. This. Yeah. This is a five hundred dollar buy-in. It's true. And you can do anything to it, and literally, no one's going to care. And yeah. someone's always going to give you three hundred bucks for the carcass. I noticed that the one that you just got today, the seat's bent, so you could really make that into yeah. a chopper. Oh yeah. Like you know, like the way the back kicks up, you yeah. could get another foot on those forks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not even change the seat. Right. Yeah, there, there's definitely there's definitely some stuff that can you know, be done to it pretty easily. What's, what is it, Greg? I have Greg no at, desire to do it. Uh, Greg at MotoGo yeah. is the minibike guy of Cleveland, yeah. I've found. He's at Skidmark. Skidmark, yeah. 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 Greg is And yeah, he just like, like looking at this stuff and after him going, hey, wait a minute, why didn't you talk to me? I'm like, because right. we're just dabbling in this and you're... Yeah, but he's he, he probably wouldn't talk to you at all because right. I don't think he deals with new minibikes. No, he's he doesn't want to mess around with this shit. shit. Yeah, but yeah. he wants everybody to have fun with minibikes. He, yeah, but yeah. this this whole thing is all for fat old white guys. That's true. Yep. That's what this is. Let's, I mean, just let's uh, not try to fucking sugarcoat it. Let me put this on the back of the Winnebago. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool, great. Uh, there. This is just for funsies. That's all it is. And the idea is, if it keeps you from, Michael Fresh gets on here and he's like, "Yeah, remember when you had an MT250 Elsinore? Like, that's a cool bike." Yep. No, that's not exactly what I said. Uh, what'd you say, John? I said, "Grow up <laughs> <laughs> and buy motorcycles." Like, we have a enough fucking, fucking pit bikes. Get yeah. yourself. A vintage yeah. enduro, like an MT yeah. 250 Elsnore. Right. Or get yourself your dreams SL350, you know. Get something exactly. A little bit more adult in nature. Yeah. But, you know, hey, but like, that's just me. But like old assholes are running the price up on those, so this is nothing. <laughs> but more importantly. I got news for you. Yeah. We are those old We are assholes. the old assholes. We're yeah, not we running are. the price up on this because I'm not spending more than 500 bucks on any Honda. No, you're taking this away from a kid who could who deserves it. Because yeah. there's, there's a shortage of these for but, poor children out there. <laughs> but we are but we are at least buying it. And then, you know, when it gets sold, broken, right. a couple hundred bucks. Right. And you're, you're seeding. You're still keeping We're seeding the market. Right. But my, my point is, as Merritt so eloquently pointed out today, really? Yeah, and uh, if tell Captain Headgasket over there if he wants to come and work on it and keep it running for you, whereas I'm pretty sure this Coleman is going to take abuse like a rented bike. I mean, I yeah. give you that. Like these, I'll come work on your MT500 or uh, <laughs> or your SL350. And all that, and you know what? Being that I'm 54 years old and I have so much free time you know, that I you really know, didn't want to ride the bike anyway. I really wanted to look at know, it being broken. 
Yeah. Thinking about cool. this and thinking about what happened to the SSR yeah. this, this past week. Yeah. Because I did something stupid. It's I'll okay. Admit. But reality is... We're going to talk about that. These two bikes... Yeah. The SSR and this mini bike... Yeah. Nobody gives a rat's ass about. Nobody cares. You can blow them up. You can Nobody burn cares. them in a fire. It doesn't matter. And as long as you yeah. have the fun, and as long as the right. fun equals how much you've spent on this right. bike. Well, and think right. about this. Like, my lawnmower is sitting there, the small one. Yeah. And it's watching me change oil on all my bikes. Oh, yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. And it's been like 17 oh, yeah. years since I even looked to yeah. see if it had oil. Yeah. And it still runs every time I pull the that, fucking string. That, That's that, what this is. Like, that, this, you could do that to this. That right? GX, that is a Honda GX copy. It right. does not care what you throw at it. It will run tacos. That's my point. It will run, ta- it will run a taco generator all day long, or it will run a mini bike. That's what, that's what I'm saying. So I know. like That's exactly Compared I'm, to all I'm the other little... Yeah. Bikes that we have that we always have to keep fixing and stuff. I'm sure that something will break, but it ain't going to be the I, motor. For Bandcamp and AMA Vintage Days, yeah, this is exactly what I need. When, yeah. when I when I was and even the SR 125, which I love, yeah, is loud. Yeah, yeah. The SR 125 is like when we're when we're at AMA Vintage Days and we're all just sitting around like, yeah, this is a really great time. And somebody's like, hey man, I'm going to borrow your bike. Hug it up. Hug it up. All the anger in the world. Oh my God, I'm so pissed off. I can't believe this. Oh my God, we had horrible shit. And then it stalls. And you're like, yeah, choke, man. You got to leave the choke on leave for more than on. fucking one second, man. You got to leave the choke on for half a second. And then they got to start it again. And now they got to sit in front of our campsite for the next three and a half minutes warming it up. Because yep. they don't know how to pull away on half choke. Nope. And I'm just like, the SR125 from the factory is one of the God's angriest sounding motorcycles for as little as it is. Can you at least buy a Sky Team, like, you know, CT70 clone or something? Oh, oh, up a, another oh. 50 bucks. Dude, no, Sky Team, Sky Team made the, the uh, four-stroke Van Van that basically I'm building now, but if, they make that. That's what I always wanted. I mean, if I could find a red streak, okay. I'd go for it. Okay. Really? Okay. Uh, I don't even, honestly, guys, I have not even been looking. I have not been looking. Oh, don't tell him now because then he's going to add more. Like, Phil is not like, one to stop. I mean, I'm not. He's not listening to me. So. I mean, I mean, I, I <laughs> spare do what I want to I, do, but maybe I, I spare can make a great compromise copy. and get him to do something I kind of could. What do. I want is if I'm going to buy a Sky Team, you know, I'm going to buy the Sky Team Ace. Okay, but, but they don't fucking. Like, What's the Ace? It's the cool one. The cool one is the Van Van. Oh one no, 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 no! You don't the Sherpa. The Sky Team Sherpa. Oh, I haven't looked at that. I haven't looked at that yet. Right, give me, give me a minute. I'm gonna conjure this fucker up. I swear to God, I'm gonna conjure this shit up. I mean, can we at least like have like a riding? Like, let's go get a like a place and have a trail and ride them. Okay. Don't you have a compound with trails everywhere? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Right. There right. You there you go. Don't you have a compound right. with trails? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. we have I no shortage of right. compounds. I'm yeah. the only one dumb enough to live in the city. What the hell are you all talking about? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to put screws in the tires or what? Oh, my God. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, still, it, still, I mean, hey, I wish uh, I, I wish that last year I had the time to go use those screws. I, I got we a little did. fucked over. We didn't I, you, have the weather. We didn't y'all did. We, we didn't have any we ice. Weather. You're yeah. the one. Yeah. You're the one that brought this up, and this is exactly the bike I want. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, this is the, the one where I will. All of my evil things that I say about Chinese motorcycles, oh, all of these things are all going to go out yep. the window the second that I can actually actually buy one. You know that's like a three quarter set. That thing's going to be my no. CB350 is going to look huge compared to that thing. You know what I have too that would go right in that. I have a, a CL100 board out to a 110, hmm. brand new that you could hop that thing up. 
Uh, that's pretty cool. What uh, is, but what's that already having? One twenty-five. Oh, well, then yep. there you go. CG one twenty-five. There you go. Yeah. Look, the last time I rode this motorcycle, it was called the Honda Dream Fifty. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's the exact same size as the one I rode, which is way too fucking small for me. Right. So in two thousand five, and only mm-hmm. two thousand five. The United States got the 2005 Honda Dream 50R, which is what you're talking about, I yep. assume. Yep, 10-speed transmission. Yep. yep. I was. It was the tribute to was CX-166, the the Yeah, whatever one, the race model was race with model Honda was. that Honda used that didn't coincide with the CCs. And it. the only reason I didn't buy one <laughs> is because a very, very important incident happened in, two, in my life in 2005, which yep. is called Hurricane fucking Katrina. That <laughs> happens. I ended up in Austin. <laughs> Austin, Texas, I had a bank account that had money from FEMA in it. Mm-hmm. I ended up at a Honda dealer looking up on the wall, seeing this bike. See where your hard-earned tax money goes, yep, people? Yep, Jackasses <laughs> like me spend on alcohol and rebuilding New Orleans. I looked at the guy, the salesman. This is about six, eight months after they, they released. And I said, I said, well, it's kind of an old bike. Would you, would you discount it? The guy was like... Well, it's only a 50. Let me go talk to my boss. Yep. And he yep. comes back and he goes, I don't know what's going on. But Why does he want $10,000? He's sticking really close to that number on that bike. I said, man, it's almost a year old. I said, y'all want to move some product, right? And he's like, well, I don't understand. He had, they also had like two NSRs or what is yeah. it? The NSRs? Yeah. Yeah. It was the same time. And for 10 years, I chased one that was actually in Kenner. And I, I just could not land one. The Sky Team, as soon as I saw it, I went, yes. Mm-hmm. And I've been after Sim Wolfs for ages, and this is prettier than Sim Wolf. The, uh, so the AC-15. We just sold Steve's Wolf for 500 bucks. I know. Yeah. See, so Tom's back here. I want this. I want that. I want this. We've oh, offered him five of the things that he wants, and then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know there's a Simba sitting, too. I, I know. I, I know. I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not even answering people offering me. <laughs> <laughs> people are offering full boat, and I just don't even have time to deal with it. Yeah. No, so that's him. That's him. Is going to move. Uh, so this one, so these were ninety-seven and ninety-eight for the United States market. Uh, Three point one cubic inches, guys. That's fifty cc's. Well, I'm going to start calling my wiener fifty cc's. Yeah, then. <laughs> three, <laughs> so much better. Three foot pounds of torque at eighty-five hundred RPM. Oh yeah, now, all it, of that. It was a five-speed. It wasn't a ten-speed. Yeah, uh, yeah. But so long and short, dual overhead cam. So four valves, dual overhead cam. Look at that thing. It's oh, yeah. Cute. Look, oh, look yeah. at it. It's yep. adorable. It's just so damn Does it? Adorable. I don't remember. Does it have all like the, the fake racing, like all the holes in the calipers and stuff drilled? Like yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. It, is, yeah, it has yeah. no street gear whatsoever. It is not made for the street. It is. You to- you're wrong. It is 100% made for the street. In fact, what- they were street legal. Yes. So no. we had two versions. We had the okay. CB50V and the CB50W. Yeah. And so you could buy them either way. You could buy them race only, no. or you could buy them with the full turn signals. The one you see there is fully lit up. It's got the turn signals. It's got the whole fucking shooting match. <laughs> fully street legal. Uh, I know there was a guy that we were a vendor for. I went down in his garage, and he had about 16 of these. Yeah. 
He's collecting them. Well, again, it's just like a fucking. It's cool. just like your GB. They never sold. But no, the reality no, is no, because no. every Honda dealer in the United States looked at this and went, "We're going to ask the moon for these." Yeah, useless. and then never sold them. Useless. Absolutely oh, useless. Yeah. For a motorcycle. fraction of the price, you could buy a '68 Honda SS 125. Exactly. And it would be I, way better and I've, cooler. I've, way better. I've got a yep. CB 125 sitting in my garage. This literally. No, you don't have a SS. No, 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 I do not. I no. do not. But the reality is, I can literally shop that CB. Because if you did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the CB a lot better friend. The CB <laughs> to the point where I fucking snuck it from. Yes, exactly. I'm going to perma borrow this. Uh, the CB 125 SS is still one of my absolute favorite bikes. Uh, that that's one of those motorcycles you're like, yep, it's real small. I know, I know. And I've got a CB 160 that I love. Yeah, it doesn't change the fact that I really. <laughs> Really like the CB125 SS. I I regret selling my CB200T. I'm not gonna lie. They're just, they were fun. Little cool tiny bike. bikes are what we're cool all bike. into. Such a cool bike. It's just when you hear the motor running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just running. It's just a sewing mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it's another bike that you're like, it's the coolest bike at Mid Ohio, and then you, <laughs> you get know, it back uh, home and you're like, I'm gonna ride it to work, and you're like, no, that was a big mistake. Right. Huge mistake. You know. You know. I'm. Of the, of the entire group, speaking about riding tiny little bikes to work, I might be the only one that can get away with it. Yeah, because your commute is eight you know tenths eight of a mile. You guys yeah. just hit on a part of mid-Ohio that I don't think we discussed. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Grumpy so, Sewer Guy rode every small bike in the world back and forth 25 miles. Yes, he The did. Honda Monkey, the CB1. His passport. The Wolf, the Passport. Yeah, the wolf. Passport. It doesn't matter. He would ride that he on the He would ride highway. it to work yep. the entire way. Well, anybody that jumps on a passport and goes like, yeah, this is my commuter. Oh, really? So you live at the campus? <laughs> no, no, no. Nope. I live two counties away. Nope. Yeah. That's so, fucking crazy. So, but you guys were talking about, you said sounding like a sewing machine, right? Yeah. It kind of hit me. So, like, Mid-Ohio has all these, like, different things. When you're young, you're like, okay, I'm going to jump the fire, right? Right. And then Absolutely. our age, it's like, you know, coming up with cool shit for whatever, right? Absolutely. And you get a little older to 70, 75 here. Yep. Those are the guys that come up with their sewing machine bikes and don't shut them off and have a conversation. And like, whosoever's is quieter is probably like got the bigger dick. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't, oh yeah, yours is still running too. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I think the guys with the uh, H1 500. Oh, no, that's a different. The, that's a, I'm you'll talking, never beat a Honda Metropolitan for that though. Yeah, you won't. Oh no, it's electric start. And you're just no. like. <laughs> You're like, I, I, I think it's running. I'm okay. Are you sure it's running? It might be running. I'm not sure if it's running or not. Yep. So we somebody posted up that somebody blew up a Navi. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm. So a guy was trying. This is to, my not surprised face. Yeah, yeah. So a guy was trying to sell it on right. Adventure Rider. Yeah. Um. At, at when he first started the ad, it had 5,800 miles. He said, hey, oh, this has okay. been my little commuter. All I've done is I haven't driven my car in eight months. I've been riding this thing to work and back. Yeah. But I am starting to want, you know, something a little bit bigger, blah, blah, whatever. Sure. But I'll continue to ride it until it sells, and we'll do a reverse auction. Every month, I'll drop it a It'll drop bucks. the price a little bit. Yeah, okay, So that's then the cool. next month, he's like, all right, it's up to 6,200 miles. And, like, the next month, it was, like, 7,400. And then the, last, and the, next, the next post was, like, not for sale. The engine is no longer together oh. at 8,000 miles. He goes, um, well, I, I thought it was a transmission problem. Just assume, because it sounded like a bag of rocks. And uh, he goes, well, I got the new transmission, put it on, and it still sounds like a bag of rocks. Yeah. And uh, at that point, it ceased functioning. And that's because it is it is a scooter at its heart because yeah. it does have a CVT. Uh, and yeah, a lot of times you can hear that weird noise, and you're like, 
something's wrong with my bike. And I'm like, yeah, it's a CVT. You finally have 5,000 miles on it. You're starting to hear CVT noises. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys with high-end Vespa GTSs are like, oh, yeah, I got, a, I got a problem with my bike. Valve sound like shit. And I'm like, no, dude, that is, that's your that's, CVT. That's, that's your guides not, on your variator uh-uh, uh-uh. are just wearing in. No, no. Well, it's, that's it's one the, of many. That's the rivets right. on your clutch it could, yep, loosening it up because that happens be that more often than not. Yep, absolutely. Because everybody goes, my, my thing's making weird. It sounds like a Ducati. That's your clutch. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. It just, it's loosened up. It's loosened up. You know, you, y'all were posting about the Navi and the only thing, the first thing that came to mind, because this is a Honda, is that for a stretch of ye- about three years, the Honda Ruckus and Honda Metropolitan used this weird... They didn't have a proper PCV. So what happened was the oil would... It, it built up too, mar- too much primary compression. One of the seals would fail, and then the bearings would inevitably... F- the main bearings would inevitably fail. And I'm thinking the same thing on this. Here's an interesting thing I just figured out. Uh-oh. If you guys ever want to know, you know, these manufacturers all the time are like, so last year we sold 35,000 Harley Live Wires. And you're like, you didn't sell 35,000 Harley Live Wires. You're fucking full of shit. (laughs) Well, when they do a recall, and it's the kind of recall where you're like, oh, I know that affected every single bike out there, right? So when they do a recall of a particular part on a particular bike, sometimes they accidentally let you know how many of them they really sold without uh, telling yep. you the truth about how many they really sold. Yep. Right. And it turns out that this is pretty interesting. I just popped this up. Uh, so Honda Motor Company has issued a recall for the Honda Navi. And uh, it says it affects the 2022 model year. Well, that's, on, that's the only model year that's existed of a Navi. That there right. wasn't a 21. Okay, great. And it's for the improper routing of the speedometer cable. Well, every Navi has a speedometer cable, and every Navi probably has the same speedometer cable. And I can tell you, based on the one that I had, I looked at the front speedometer cable, and I went, that can't be right. (laughs) There's an actual rubber ring for it to go through, and it wasn't going through the ring. Oh, God. Okay? Instead, it was dancing with the tire at a very close proximity. Ah. waiting to get sucked up into the fender. And so it turns out that there has been a recall, and this is where the truth. 15,848 Navis have been recalled. Hmm. So now you know how many Navis went out into the world if 15,848 of them have been recalled. Especially... You get that that data. And you think about that one. So there's no such thing as a rare Honda. Navi. Especially, well, that's, you think <laughs> so rare for Honda is fifteen thousand exactly. in one year. But, exactly, but that's you, rare for <laughs> But you think about that number, and you think about how much price gouging there's been on the Navi. Oh, it's a proper, proper, <laughs> proper profit. Because like now that they're back down to nineteen, yeah, everybody's yeah. going. Well, I'm trying to sell my Navi that I bought for forty three hundred fifteen thousand of them. One blew up, right? As far as we know. Right. As far as we know. What's well, the first one? Out of 15,000 of them. The first one with 8,000 miles. Right. On it. Yeah, yeah, it is probably the first one with 8,000 Well, miles and it's like we got the recall notice last year for a particular, for the, for the live wire. And it said it affected every single live wire produced and sold. 
and it was 300 and some bikes. And I was like, I was like, wait a second. Hold on. I I saw the news. I saw the press release from Harley that said they sold 5,000 of them in the first year. It affects 300. They might have been. Yeah. Decimal point point over. Right. And that's that thing. It's like, sooner or later, the truth comes out and it, it really makes the marketing department look pretty sad. So yeah, that's a, that's that. So yeah, so there you go. We've had a Navi failure. Um, I did not take one second to look up to see if there has been a rash of Navi failures because it is at 0.02 on my fuck-a-meter. <laughs> uh, now that the Navi that I had sold and I made a couple of bucks on it, then my opinion of Navi went up dramatically because <laughs> you can turn a profit on a Navi uh, within, I think that was your one window. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As 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 long as you get it for less, I think you got that. Your investment <laughs> and you're out on that one was just about perfect. I wasn't right? even trying to sell it. They were like, "Sell me that. Yeah, sell me that bike." And I was please, like, "Please, man, please, you gotta be kidding me." Please. I'm asking, I'm asking this much money, and they were like, "That sounds good." Yeah, Johnny Max says those things are great. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly it. Yeah. You know what? This is the bike that Johnny Mac has said he loves. He loves this bike. I think I'm going to need to get another hundred bucks out of you. Absolutely need another hundred bucks out of you. Yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, important safety tip, guys. Don't come to my shop trying to buy all the bikes that you see on Instagram because of the pictures from Eichma. Those bikes aren't real, man. You can't buy a Dragster 550 or 449 two-stroke six-speed transmission, whatever. That's not real. I will believe it. If it was real, he'd already have one. I, I would already have 53 of them ordered. When I have to rebuild the transmission. Exactly. Absolutely. I will believe it when genuine cash is my check. Right. When they take and they they like, oh yeah, Phil, we added this to your flooring. Then I'll be like, okay, these bikes are coming. These bikes are on their way. But until then, please don't argue with your dealer and when your dealer tells you, we can't get those yet. And you really want to buy vaporware? I'll yeah. sell you vaporware. <laughs> Just like lots of other people. And you know what? You know what? Give me your $500 non-refundable down payment. Fuck. No, I'm thinking we need to have at least half up front. You know, you know I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking until they see you doing a burnout or a wheelie in the front of the shop, <sighs> it doesn't exist. I think that I'm wrong. I'm wrong. John's right. Call Cleveland Moto right now. Place your deposits on a Taljet's completely bonkers 559cc twin with a six-speed manual transmission and liquid cooling. Cleveland Moto is your source for the Taljet dragsters. We're taking down payments, pre-orders. That's right. Call now. One nine hundred. You better get them in now. Cleveland we'll sell you at retail because when they come out, there's going to be a dealer. They premium. are going to fucking disappear. And These things are going to go away in a instantly. rare, rare, rare. Thing. Yeah, Phil is going to take trades this time. Whatever you want, and, and bring it in. And more importantly, I'm going to sign each one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to sign each bring. and every one of them for the first hundred pre-orders. We're, we're going to run a push uh, for the first one hundred. Push it, drag Are you going to put a Felosi kit on them? I'm going to put a Felosi kit Felosi. on them. That's push right. It. <laughs> push it, drag it, pull it. We will take it. I promise Felosi. you, we are going to do this. That's right. I take back my statement. That's right. Johnny Mac, Mac, you were absolutely correct on this idea. Call now, right now. Does that thing have a fairing on the back of it? It does. It does. It it has it on the front. It has it on the back. 
It oh, has because it. MotoGP has it. That's Obviously, right. Obviously, they had to put it on here. That's right. There's wings on the front. <laughs> there's wings that actually go out past the wheels. Yeah. Yeah. There's wings on the front that go past the axles. So, so those of you playing the home game, anybody that ever believes that a Taljet's ever going to produce anything ever again? Oh, no, Tom. 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 <laughs> Tom's making these statements. Uh... I can well, tell these you these aren't renderings. These are production. those are oh, real yeah, vehicles. That's a real motorcycle. I can tell you, but nobody ever pre-production. Put, pre-production. Nobody, yeah, nobody put a nobody put a motor inside of a ruckus with like a SR one twenty five. No, hold it. on, hold on, hold on, because there are already people that live in other countries mm-hmm. that are riding a Taljet Dragster two hundred. Yeah, have they passed? NHTSA and uh, DOT and EPA? No, they've passed far more stringent things like TUF. Well, I get it. But right. have they done yeah. the stupid bullshit that Americans right. have to do to right. get motorcycles? Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> piss on anybody's parade, but the point being, one step closer to getting them for real in the United States is the I mean, fact you that you can sell Stellas in the United States. Exactly. Gonna be a Thank problem. you. Two stroke. I, let me introduce you to Jesse James' latest creation, yeah. and that somehow got sold. No, please don't. Right. <laughs> but the point is that these 200cc dragsters are already rocking Europe, right? So that means that it's just a matter of the right forms and the right paperwork to get them here in America. And quick, one, quick sidebar, yeah, because you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse James and all your other favorite 90s and 2000s chopper stars yeah. have formed their own television network. <sighs> where they're going to subscription only and it's going to be uncensored this time. So you get to get all the fucks and shit. No. And, yeah. No way. They're, they're bringing the choppers back. You're fucking kidding me, man. <laughs> really? I swear to God, dude. No way. All the guys that hated each other that played everybody because they were all just getting paid. You know what? You so know it's what? like Roland Sands, Jesse I, James, the OCC guys, all that are all in bed I together. I always now. empathized with the guy for West Coast Choppers that did all the bullshit like three o'clock in the morning building the bike so they ran wow yeah but i thought that was pretty just a sidebar because you hit that jesse james and my brain hit it but yeah that's gonna be interesting so yes baby the mid-2000s chopper with all the billet chrome and the thunder what, what did, what did johnny chrome call those ass jewelry no i called him forty thousand dollar butt jewelry but jewelry. that was my term but he had a real name for him oh. there was a real category name for them because i was like we can't call them choppers they're not they're not it was something related to street rod or something, I thought. No. Top fuel, no. I mean Pro Street. Pro Street. He called them Pro Street. That was the term that he had for Pro them. Street. He okay. called those Pro Street bikes. Pro Street walkers. Yeah. I don't know. They rode like shit. I, I, oh yeah, yeah. no, I you know you know, you can find the edge of a tire when you're riding a mast a big we, dog mast. We spent a little we spent a little time as the only shop in town that would work on a sucker punch Sally bike. <laughs> and uh, I can tell you. They're pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty awful. Well, even like I, the one I was riding was a Borgette, and yeah. it was like a really high. That's a ton one. of money. Oh, yeah. Like that That's, was an eighty thousand dollar. My old absolutely. boss that owned the studio bought yeah. him, right? And it was the I've, thirteen foot long Python. I've, and it rode like it was a ter- like you had to have a parking lot to turn around. Oh yeah, in. they ran like I ass. mean, driving down the road at forty five, it was all right. Yeah. The highway, because yeah. it had a rigid tail. Yeah. If you hit anything above one inch on a crack, your it's ass dead. was like three feet in the air. Like, it would just send you. I, I pulled this up on the screen just because, you know, for a lot of people, they, they're like, Italjet, what's an Italjet? I sold a few Italjets back yeah, in the days. the Velocifero was the most amazing bike. I sold a few of their bikes. I, I sold it. a few. <laughs> I sold a few of their dragsters. Easy for you to say. Right. But look at that on the right-hand side of the screen. Not only are these available... 
they're in the used market. Wow. And they're not expensive. Oh, wow. So a 200cc liquid-cooled bike is 36.99 pounds, right? So you're looking at about 4,600 bucks. Uh, that's for a used Italjet Dragster. And there's, there's more than a handful of them up there. They, they exist. And when these things, when they were originally talking about this a couple of years ago, these, they were like, oh, these are going to be $10,000 or whatever. They're not. They're selling brand new in the UK for 5,499 pounds. So about 6,400 bucks, 6,500 bucks. So that's real. Now the question is, are we going to get that fucking nutso 560? Is there going to be a two-cylinder 560cc six-speed manual transmission with a clutch? <laughs> that sounds awesome, man. It does sound awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, it's a parade of angles that don't make sense. Which makes it even awesome, rumor. <laughs> Which makes it awesome. <laughs> look, look, the four or five people to actually buy them new are going to love well, these bikes you, for six months. You know what it mm-hmm, is, though, mm-hmm, dude? If they mm-hmm. come out with that thing, yep. Jeremy Clarkson he says that if you want a most absurd, ridiculous car, right. you have to get a Lamborghini. Right. It's just absurd. Yes. Everything about it, the way yeah. it looks, everything, but you yeah. also get the performance. I think that would be like a Lamborghini type scooter, right? Like it'd just be ridiculous. Like, yeah, yes, it's, it's, yeah, but yeah. The, it's a 560cc six speed manual transmission liquid cooled. Two stroke? No, no, not a two stroke. No, okay. No, I thought it was two stroke. But, no. but, but still, yeah. this is fucking crazy, man. This is crazy. Now, I will say, different than the scooter one, it doesn't have the center hub steering. So this big monster 560 has traditional upside-down forks. Mm -hmm. So is it really a scooter, or is it just a motorcycle with a gas tank in the wrong spot? Only do cutting nose. Right, right. But I fucking love it. I don't care. pretty good, dude. If that's real, I yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's, 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 it's... Is it real? It, well, there's at least uh, one. Yeah, there's at least <laughs> one. Right, there's one. We know there's one. Can we buy it? Yes, you can come down to Cleveland Moto and you can put your deposit down. Uh, I'm only going to ask you for half the money down right now. As soon as they're yep. available, we'll That's get fine. you one. You'll be great. Yep. And then Mecklefresh will sign every one of them. Right. Yep. It's perfect. cash. Fuck it perfect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Cash only deposit. For deposits are all cash only. Uh, you know, yeah. we, would, we would accept trades. Italjet officially stated that the Dragster 559 Twin, as displayed at the Eichmann 2023, is largely final. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I like that. Yeah. I did mention that they might switch to spoke wheels. I think that's a mistake. Yeah. I think that's a mistake. I think what what they got on it is perfectly fine. That's totally fine. And you know what? I don't care if it's $10,000. I'll have one at my shop. Yeah. I'll have at least one. And I know that one Fruit Loop is going to come in and buy one. Yeah. And you know what color he's going to buy? Whatever color I don't have in stock. Yep. I guarantee it. So whatever color I have is the, not the color that will sell first at Cleveland Moto. <laughs> yep. And if they come in three different colors, I'm not going to buy all three colors. That is a kiss of death. That is a way to have two colors that don't sell ever. <laughs> that you end up discounting two years later. Yep. Yeah. If they come in red, white, and black... <sighs> It's yeah. a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. It's Italian, so you have to get red by law. Yeah, yeah, by law, you have yeah. to get red. Don't care. Love it. It's cool. I, I dig it. I absolutely dig it. The, uh, yeah, that's a totally ridiculous motorcycle, so, and I so buy it right now. In the days of racing, so you had like, yeah. you know, Britain green, right? Or yeah. British green. Yeah, British racing and green. And you had Italian red. Of course. So what was America's, like, what was our? Black and goddamn orange. 
Was it? Black, oh, bike, orange, stripe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, black, bike, orange, stripe. And in the 70s, it would have been red, white, and blue. And then eventually Honda co-opted that. But yeah, you know, Harley Davidson was red, white, and blue for a long time. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And like when there were the team colors, when they when they would dole out the team colors, that was uh, that was always a big thing. The Italians were red, and then eventually Honda grabbed that. So, yeah, it's a it's a really really weird thing. I've uh, did anybody watch any of the Las Vegas uh, Formula One? Just all seven and a half minutes of it. Yeah, right. It was, it was not a long race. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> I I was. Uh, I was supposed to be in Vegas at like oh, two weeks before that when they were getting ready for it. And the group I was supposed to be there with was like, no, the whole town is destroyed. The whole town is fucked. You can't get anywhere. We're canceling our event. We're, we got to wait until this whole Formula One thing is over. Did you, anybody see the way that they turned the city of Las Vegas into a racetrack and then were shocked that it didn't work? Well, not only that, but like, Instead of promoting it and letting people see, you know, just off the things, they blacked out all the streets. They literally put up things around the whole. Oh yeah, yeah. They made sure you couldn't enjoy yeah. it. Like right. what a bunch of dicks. You have to look up the Sergio Perez introduction by Bruce Buffer. Oh really? Because it's so f- they like didn't do very good at communicating to anyone. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be getting in this old car to take his lap, like they do for the Formula One. Right. But Sergio Perez walks up to Bruce Buffer and's like. And Bruce Buffer's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just standing there, you know? Right. And he had no clue. He had no idea. What he was supposed to be doing. And then there's oh just people God. running everywhere behind him. And then the, the kicker is this week, I saw practice today. Mm-hmm. The turnaround for this race was Abu Dhabi. Exactly. It's like, yeah. you know, three days between. Yeah, exactly. Abu Dhabi. Right. It's How like, in the hell are you going to do that? Yeah. It's, it's so messed bonkers. Up. And everybody's talking money about, like, grab. It's huge money grab. Vegas is uh, the second or the first coldest race they're going to run yeah. when everything on these cars is super heat sensitive, especially the tires and the traction and everything else. And then they design a course that is so fucking reliant upon traction where there's two massive straights, but they both go into 90s. <laughs> and they both go into crazy, crazy 90-degree turns. Second fastest course, right? Second yeah. Highest top speed yep. and I think spa or whatever. Right, and the one, least so. adhesion. So you're like, this is a terrible, terrible combination. So yeah, I was. Uh, Did you see the video of signs blowing the uh, uh, the fucking sewer? Popped cap a sewer off? cap off and ripped the bottom of his car out. Well, yeah, I mean, they, yeah. that's literally a car that runs yeah. on vacuum, pure vacuum, and it's yeah. gonna suck anything. Not it was. It, they used to weld the sewer. They still do down in yeah. Columbus. They still do. That's yeah. what. That's the deal here. Well, but because the, this was like a four inch or five oh, inch yeah, that's cap, right. that's right. It wasn't a manhole cover. Right. Yep, yep, yep. I don't think they welded it down. Uh, consequently, it ripped the bottom out of a car. It sucks. It's just the whole thing is. This is Vegas saying. Fuck you. We're Vegas. We're going to have fucking golf courses in the middle of the desert. We're going to have fountains in the middle of the desert. We are going to defy everything that makes sense. Well, and think about this. F1, all the the heads of F1 and stuff are already snooty motherfuckers, right? Yeah. And now, like, they've been... and But at the same time, yeah. they do take respect, seriously, right? Yeah. So Vegas just kind of, like, threw them the middle finger shit on them and everything. Like, you know, can you imagine? They're never they're never coming back to this. Well, like, they're pissed. Ten, they're scheduled to. 10 years. Yeah. yeah. They, that event's gone on for 10 years. Right. Yeah. They have uh, no backing out of it. There's no backing out. Yeah. The money's paid. Yep. It's going to happen. They built a gigantic uh, yeah. 
right there at uh, one and two, they built yeah. a gigantic event. So they got to do this yeah. again for ten years. Yep, ten, for ten years. Oh my god. Yep, for ten years. That's and why they bought so all this property yep. up. Yeah, all this property up. It is all paid for. Yep. The only thing and it's a shithole too. It's part of Vegas. Nobody would ever care about. So yeah. it's perfect for this event. But yeah. But just it's a the, ten-year contract, and just the date—that's the only thing they're yeah. going to probably change because of the like he was the temperature. The temperature. It was yeah. such a mistake. It was just like you can't—you can't drive these cars slow. Oh. There is no such thing as like I'm going to take it easy on it because then everything dies. Everything doesn't work if you take it easy on it. So it has to be driven like a Formula One car, and this is not a place that you can do that. And plus, it's just Vegas. At the end of the day, it's. You know you're going to have 17 drunks wandering out onto the fucking course. This is not Isla Man. This is not a high sense of reverence to this. This is Vegas. I want to cross fucking Las Vegas Boulevard, and I don't care. You can't stop me. Yeah. I've I've watched Formula since the early 90s when Senna and everybody Mm -hmm. was in, and not that I'm better than the new fans, but all these, the new people that caught it on Netflix, you know, and... You know, they're like, oh, it's so great. This is, uh, you know, how fast they're going and did it. I was like, go back and watch Art and Senna run Monaco back in 98 when you actually had to shift the car yep. and drive with one hand. Yeah. And it was like a yeah. thousand horsepower go kart, you know. Yeah. Like, that is wild. Having, it's a big having, change. Having watched it in Austin, the best thing I can tell you is watch it in a fucking bar. <laughs> watch it in a bar. Don't go to, don't pay, don't pay a thousand dollars for tickets. Go to a bar. Watch it on the big screen. Get dry. You can even do it in field. Yeah, watch it, dude. I, I watch it in field. There's yeah. something about man, like when, when um uh, the mini Le Mans, like the American Le Mans series would would race. You mean Indy? No, no, no. The okay. actual Le Mans, like okay. the GTP cars and stuff. Oh yeah, all right. And I went to Mid Ohio, and like when you're standing at the end of the straightaway, and all those fuckers are like, <laughs> even that one second is kind of worth being there. Right. That's pretty bad. Absolutely, man. absolutely. You know, you know what the worst thing to watch live is? Like in one person, I have been to NASCAR races. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The wrecks happen two miles away. Because the only reason you go to a fucking NASCAR, the only reason you give a shit about NASCAR is to watch that shit explode. I still wouldn't. And the people. The people at NASCAR races are fantastic. Only in the infield. Is that the deal? Is that just the deal? Only in the infield. That's why you go? You have to go in the infield. I've never been. You have to be at parties inside. As a kid, my stepdad used to love NASCAR. He would take us to like, Bristol and all these, and I'm just like as a kid, I'm looking around like, man, these people are they're special. Just a shit show. <laughs> they're fucking special. That, now that I could get into. That's the part of the motorsport that oh, I'm yeah, really, really listen, into. The everywhere I go, I wear my Dale Earnhardt "Raise Hell, Praise uh, Dale" shirts, and I get the fucked up most odd looks. <laughs> the, and my wife gets so mad. She's just like, you know, people are like, he's like. Hey, that guy over there with all the tattoos and shit's eventually going to be like the Go Brandon guy. You know? Oh yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Everybody <laughs> in the infield is a future suspect. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, like it's wild. Per- person it, of interest at Indy. You got to do the snake pit. The snake pit at Indy in the oh. infield. It's an. It, you'll never imagine Mid Ohio, but just for cars. Uh, yeah. Only in like an area. Uh, uh, okay. So like these people are all kind of they're partying and stuff, but the all snake right. pit is that's a. That's an uh, is this is at the Indy 500? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can look it up. I'm Snake. looking it up right now. It, it auto it auto completed. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely. Oh, it's presented by Coors Light. Uh, yeah. Even better. Ooh. 
It's the ultimate festival of fun, friends, and some of the biggest electronic music acts in the world. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, oh. there you go. Electron. Yeah, see, it, it gets crazy. Yeah. But see, that must have grown because, like, when we, there was no sponsored by anybody. It was just the snake pit. I, I, I just now think it's. the snake pit is. Well, see, now, compromised. now we have to reach out to our Patreons to raise money so that we can afford to go to this Okay. And I, report back. I'm always, I'm, in, I'm always into a good time, but, right? The funny thing was when I looked up what I thought, where it says, this is on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway's website, and it says, you know, Snake Pit, uh, the whole deal. And you know what I can see? Uh, I can tell you that it's got the prices. It says prices. It says prices increase. There's a a little bit of a run in the background of some, like, you know, EMD stage going on, right? Yeah, that's not what it used to be. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) But nowhere is there a point. There's no picture other than these four ladies with their tongues out. Yep. Uh, there's no picture that's like, oh yeah, this is what a snake pit's all about. You learn less from clicking on this website than you do listening to somebody that wasn't there talk about it. Because I can't tell you, there's, I'm getting nothing from this. This is giving uh, me no well, information. It used to just be a big party. They must have compromised the name and fucking compromised the name. There's hundreds of thousands of people in that. Well, snake that's what pit. I was saying. They, yeah. they they have uh, what do you call it? Sold the fuck out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have they sold the fuck out, Steve? Yeah, man. Yeah, let's see how much the tickets are. It. This is amazing to me. Remember, kids, it's not selling out. It's It's buying in. It's cashing in. in. Yeah, that's right. I'm buying in. I'm not selling out. I'm buying in. Uh, They they won't tell you the prices. Pilsner? Yeah, they won't give you the... They're not giving me any idea about the prices. Oh, here we go. All right, here we go. 145 bucks... Pilsner. That's actually not expensive. Yeah, it's not too bad. I got laws, no white claws. <laughs> the Snake Pit VIP package is on sale right now for uh, 190 bucks. It's normally 290, oh, and that a- gives you a race day ticket and a Snake Pit VIP wristband. Oh, they're having a Miller Lite Carp Day. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that bad. White Carp, Miller Lite, Snake Pit general admission is uh, 85 buckertonies. It's not expensive, it's right? Not bad, but still. Yeah. Right. Oh, you can also buy carbon offsets, so that's nice. You can buy carbon offsets for the Indy 500. That's the important part. That really is. Oh my God! Save the the environment. So, Steve, you'll be happy to. Steve, you'll be happy to know that there's five EDM superstars. Wonderful. One epic concert, and you, the world's biggest DJs, are here. These answers. Who's 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 what's the playlist? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they have one up yet. I don't think they do. That sucks. I don't think they do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you anyway. know it's going to be some food DJ like, you know, Graham Cracker or <laughs> <laughs> some shit like that. If it's the world's biggest, it might be Shaquille O'Neal because he's literally he's the biggest. He's huge, isn't he? <laughs> is he he's, yeah. he's an EDM He's an EDM Yeah, he's DJ. A D, he is a DJ. Uh, he he goes to like uh, all the crazy parties in Europe. Like if you look him up, he goes to uh, what's what's the big one in Europe? Tomorrowland. Yeah, like he's front row every year. Yes. He yeah, he's huge. Oh, here. that's badass. Yeah. That's so badass. He is the world. He's actually in DJ. the fifteenth row, but he just looks like he's in the front row. Oh yeah. No, he's he's into it. That's a big dude, man. Hold on. Wow, this is going down some rabbit. The Indy Five Hundred Snake Pit lineup includes headliner Cascade, uh, Shack. Ah! Subtronics, John Summit, DJ, and that's DJ Diesel, who's Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Yeah. He's huge into racing. He's always at the Formula One events. Makes perfect. You did call it, though. We just had his pizza tonight. That's true. Yeah, we just had his pizza tonight. Craft services didn't show up this week. It's Jowoos. Whatever. Jowoos. Jowoos. I'm probably saying it wrong. DJ Diesel, John Summit, Subtronics, Cascade. 
I like that he's called DJ Diesel. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Well, yeah, because the joke neat. forever was Shaq Diesel. Yep, you know? There he is. Shaq Diesel. There you go. And if you want to go to if you want to go to the Indy 500 and go to the Snake Pit Festival, you can see Shaq. Shaq can be spinning for you for 140 bucketonies to get you a VIP pass. And you can be in the 67th Sponsored by row. Coors Light. going to see him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. He, you can't not miss him. Right. He, he's, I, I don't know, but... I'm they actually, did sell it that way. They did. They did sell it. I'm sure they. I mean, I'm sure they have a force you to watch the race. Right? Nobody's going to force you to watch the race. <laughs> you can't make me watch that goddamn race. I'm a discount for saying I'm not going to run. Right. Exactly. I'm actually right. going to watch the race. Yep, absolutely. And you I can't think, make. Me. I think that's a good idea. I, I'm okay. I, I've totally changed my tune on this. I've, I've watched I would Shaq totally go to do that. a set on YouTube, and yeah. it looks like he's swapping CDs instead of records. Oh, really? Because his hands are, so, are so fucking big? It's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he can take He's palming 12-inch yeah, records. Exactly. Just, boop, 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 just throws them yeah, down. Nice. Good for... That's fucking cool, man. I, I like that. I'm, I'm a fan. And I said, so general admission for that, John, you can buy just general admission. It's 50 bucks. Yes. Yes. That's it. I mean, wait outside. Where's the RV park? You know it's indie, yeah. so that's going to be a million dollars. So having the RV ticket for the infield at Indy, that's going to be where you, you know you can't do it because they're booked out twenty years in advance. Yeah, that's for the they're, that's they're the problem. Changing there. a lot of these tracks over though, like uh, the NASCAR tracks. Yeah, the back stretches, tearing them out and putting the RV. Yeah, putting the RV know, parks. Spots, in there. Yep. 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 Yeah, that doesn't shock me at all because there is such a clientele oh, that yeah. absolutely positively. They got to be there with their RV. Yep. That's it. They're touring all of them. That's I got friends that that's exactly what they do, yep. and they they won't miss. But shit. I mean, that is kind of cool though. Like if you had a cool RV, it's like you're in your living room, and then yeah. you're at a festival. And oh, then well, you're well, in your yeah. living room, and then you're yeah, like when you rented at Mid Ohio. Believe me, great. Yeah, believe me. There is nothing cooler than being where we were in 105 degree weather. Yeah, with outside air conditioning. <laughs> it's like we're sitting on the patio. Yeah. <laughs> the RV has a patio? Yeah. You mean a garage with an elevated garage platform? It sure does. Yep. Mid-Ohio is 300 bucks, and you don't even get a fucking electric. <laughs> That's Meanwhile, true. any state park is 30 bucks a day. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. We so the trick is to have the camping, find the nearest state park to, to Mid-Ohio. Camp there and commute in and out. Yeah. Have your party at the at the... I don't think there's anyone anywhere near goddamn close, but yeah. Oh, we got to compromise one of the neighbors and rent their backyard and be like, you know, so we could do more interesting Compromise things. the neighbor directly across from where we camp <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah. Compromise that person. Yes. Give them, let's give them 800 bucks to go away for the weekend. Yeah. I think they, doesn't, don't they get paid to go away? Doesn't the track, somebody said the track sends them away for that weekend. Get the, f- that's the smartest that thing I've heard in a minute. They're like. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So they they give them they get they send them on a vacation. That's really? Yeah. Oh, they beat us to it. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a great idea. So that it's, well, we know nobody's there. So, so we, we know they're camp, not there. Just camping there, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I've been working on my tunneling skills. <laughs> so we just make Dude. a little tunnel underneath yeah. that fence. Make a little tunnel. I just, think there's already one there. Somebody has to have already thought of this. See, we should be aging whiskey. We should have, in our spot that we get every year, we yeah. should, well, I mean, yeah. allegedly. Allegedly? We should age, you know, put some stuff in the dirt, man. Allegedly. I agree with that. I like that idea. Uh, I'm a fan. Go ahead, Dan. So, it's, since it's uh, Black Friday, who's Black ready Friday? to get their Christmas presents? Oh, already? 
Yeah. Oh my God! I've got I've got Prince Prince too, but I bring it, didn't bring him out yet. Dan's firing firing shots across the bow early. It's not even December. I just got my dude. Wow. Wait, I was no. This, I was talking about this earlier. I said, "Don't. We're we're gonna do a sure oh, they're, tacky they're Christmas tacky popper style. Sweater. Nice. Oh, this hey. is heavier than it should okay. be. This is heavier than it should be. Dan, I'm gonna end up giving you one of these fireballs. Yeah, by the way, Andy gets one. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He brought it. Yeah. If Chris he's is, look, if you're here and Chris isn't, you get his present. That's just the way here. it works. Yep. Okay. Is it pop? You take the other mine. <laughs> Are we supposed to pop? Oh no no! Alright, I'm going in. I'm going in. Sorry, sorry, Tom. What? Sorry, Tom. Oh, about what? Oh, mine's a can. Oh, mine's yeah. a can of butane. Hey. Oh hell yeah. Fuck yeah, baby! I've got the whippets! But wait, there's more. <laughs> Holy crap! Wait, there is more. Oh! oh now I get the second half of the joke. Oh, What's that? We're going on fuego now. Yeah, we are going on fuego. Hey, remember Adam. Oh, these are delightful. Yes. Wait, I, oh, cool. I, do you have yeah. a fire extinguisher back here? <laughs> All right. I can never remember. Are we supposed to hold the can up or down when we light when we fill I it? I hold it upside down. You do? Okay. I, right. I thought what would be the best gift for a bunch of guys who like to see things burn and explode? Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey. I'm a fan. Dan, you don't have to apologize to me. Oh my God! <laughs> Check have, out the turbo on that. You have I'm to on fire. You have to apologize <laughs> to the property owner. My landlord. Yeah, yeah, we paid the we paid the fire insurance. Yeah. Oh, we oh. made sure to pay the fire insurance. This is nice, Dan. Thank Mine you. Doesn't work. I'm yes, just, it will. I'm you gotta, freezing my hand here. No, you got to do it one shot, man. Well, they're already gassed up. Here. You don't have to gas them up. Here, go ahead and give me yours, Sleepy. Look, give me yours. Pass it down. It's broken. oh, I thought they were. Pass it down. Pass it down. I'm frozen. There's, di- there's different tips in the. You don't need them. Yeah, this is a. Uh, mine is not spraying everywhere. You got to figure standard. out which is the right tip. It's the it's the one that's on it. Oh, it's. Yeah, it came pre-tipped. What the fuck? It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see. Well, oh, that Ian, was, I'm telling you, man. Ian. I'm not completely. I mean, well, I am special <laughs> needs, but let me try mine. You know. All I did was freeze my hand too. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna, Dan, you don't have to worry about apologizing because. Oh, here you go. Oh, so it's day, this thing. Here you go. You're full now. Oh, so nice. I, your, uh, nice. <laughs> your tips, your tips, a little tippy. So what you're gonna well, do is so, game. so <laughs> just find the tip on that thing that fits it, uh, and then put it over this. Your tip's a little wonky. When you get home, t- clip your oh, tip. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah, you're good. If anyone else needs help, I'll be happy to help you. I did mine perfectly. Yes, you did. Of course, you did. Yeah, Look at that. We got I, fire. I wrapped this one, and then I was bagging them up, and I'm like. There's no fucking propane in that one. You got a weak one? Yeah. Oh, man. Totally empty. Oh, that's crazy. Ooh, nice nice. That is a very good crack lighter. That's for all your shrimp, ra- shrimp wrapping needs. Oh, yeah. Solder with these. Good one. Nicely. Yeah, those are, that's totally a soldering iron right there. That is a soldering iron. Well, thank you very much. Oh. I have gifts for next time, too, so we'll have to bring, bring those out. <laughs> but that's a very utilitarian present. Don't get too far ahead of yourself. We are having the tacky, uh, tacky Christmas we'll do a tacky, party. We'll do a tacky sweater party. Yeah. Yep, tacky sweater party. Yep, that's cool. Thank you, Dan. I will burn something in your honor. Oh, I definitely will. All right. Get on her, oh, stay on her. Yay, boom. Uh, hey, anybody want to hear some words from our... Patreons. Oh, yes. they do pay for it. So we yeah, they, they do pay. God bless their <laughs> little hearts. Yeah. They do pay for it. Thank uh, you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Great Christmas you, present. Yes. The tree will be up next year. Thank next you, week, Christmas hippie. Thank you, Christmas hippie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So here we go.
<laughs> I like that sound. <laughs> I do like that sound. Do it again. Yeah. I like that. That That's, sounds, that touches all the buttons, man. <laughs> I think he burned my eyeball. Oh, I like oh. it. All right. You ready? Yeah. Sean O'Hara. Sean O'Hara. Sean O'Hara. Sean O'Hara. Sean O'Hara. There can be only one. Sean O'Hara. No, it is Sean O'Hara. Oh, so Sean O'Hara. It's Sean O'Hara. Sean O'Hara. Sean O'Hara. 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 No, it's O'Hara. Hold on. I couldn't hear you. I had my finger in my ear. Sean O'Hara. All right. All right. I didn't feel beneficial enough at the $10 level. He upped his membership to nice. $20. Very nice. 20 bucks, man. I will, 20 I bring, bucks. I will drink scotch in your honor. But hold on. What can we do no, he gets something for that, remember? He's a fucking legend. Oh, oh nice. He's a right? fucking legend. So he says, the question is, if I show up with a craze, crave case of sliders. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sit in on the show? They'll probably be cold by the time I make it there, but they'll taste the same. One, we have an oven. Two, bring the jalapeno ones. Right. So cheese. I can't even eat this, but yeah, let's bring it. Bring the cheese, bring a case of cheesies, bring a case of jalapenos. And because the oven's here, we'll just throw them in the oven. Yeah. And they'll be just as good. I've reheated those sons of bitches two, three times. We'll make it work. Like what state is this, dude? The from? onion petals, yeah. Sean O'Hara? What state? Sean I'll O'Hara. have to look him up. Give me a second. I can, I can, I can, I can find out more about him. Come on, man. Uh, well, if we're talking about favors. Right. I, I mean, hey, yeah, we'll figure it right. out. We'll figure it out. Exactly. He's been a, so he's been a member since 2019. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh, so he's, he's one of these guys that's, uh, I'm going to read you one. I'm going to read you one of my favorite posts from him. You guys want to hear a great post from Sean O'Hara? Yes, please. Okay, yes. very good. And by the way, this guy's a triple extra large. Oh, a big guy. So, right. That's that's gonna be a lot we of stuff. Belly bucking. That's gonna be a lot of stuff in that box. Dear Unky Phil and Friends, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I already like this one. Wait, is this is this, this hawk guy? Good. Wait, Sean is it, Sean O'Hara. He Sean does O'Hara. the hawkery, right? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you this letter. Right. I just have I think to read he the letter. Does, I, thought, I think he does falconry. Okay. So between my father and I, yeah. we've been doing everything yeah. we can to instill a sense of motorcycling adventures to my young nephew. He just celebrated his eighth birthday. I started him off on JR50 a year and a half ago. The yeah. problem is this eight-year-old has the body of a ten-year-old, so the JR left him feeling a little bit crunched. Yeah. So for his birthday, my dad left it to me to find him the next step up. The modern manufacturers go straight from two-stroke 50s to four-stroke 110s. Using Unky Phil's method of modern thought tactics in relation to fuel vaporization techniques as it applies to ease of maintenance, <laughs> my choice was clear. I had to have the only fuel-injected bike in this class, the CRF 110. That's right. That's a good boy. My heart was set. No longer would I need to worry about carb issues and whether or not I could trust my brother-in-law to be able to perform light maintenance on the bike without resorting to calling me. It's fuel-injected. It was perfect right up until I attempted to locate one. I contacted seven dealers. Each of them were backordered. Alas, the young man's birthday hits as everyone received their stimulus checks. Was it fair? No. We'd already been planning to purchase the bike months ago. What was an uncle and grandfather to do? And then, you sons of bitches got SSRs. Yeah. So I says to myself, self, if Unky Phil and the gang give ringing endorsements to the SSRs, let's go take a look. If you recall, I asked about the differences between pit bikes and dirt bikes a few weeks ago. When I saw the SSR lineup at my local dealer, sorry, Phil, dad's newly replaced hip prevented me from driving him to Cleveland. 
from Columbus. From Columbus, oh, I was yeah. impressed with the selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still apprehensive about the small tires on the SR110, but then a light shone from the heavens. Angelic melodies rang forth. It was meant to be the SR110TR. That's the one with the big wheels. Yeah. 14 inches in the front, 12 inches in the rear. Upside down forks, 1.75 gallon <laughs> gas tank. Leaf on motor, my Cooney 16 millimeter carb. And when they started this thing up for the birthday boy, vocal, more vocal than the other two bikes in the line. Now, as I said, this is an eight-year-old. The concept of clutch is not understandable enough to him. We got it in the semi-automatic version. Even in this slightly handicapped variant, I was elated with how easily it hauled my 6'2", shaved ape self around the yard at a good clip. Yeah, they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. As for the boy, I got everything all warmed up for him. I told him if he wanted to ride it, he'd need to learn how to kickstart it. This was a laugh enough as I saw him struggle. So being the good uncle that I am, I told him he'd get there soon. And I kicked the monster to life for him. We went over the controls again, a gentle reminder of what does what and where to find it. Remember that I said his last bike was JR50? No matter how much you instruct an eight-year-old on the importance of throttle control, they never do quite understand until they put the nose to the grindstone, do they? As the boy was orienting himself, I looked over at my sister and told her jokingly, he's going to go through the fence. (laughs) Well, not quite. As the boy grabbed a handful of whiskey throttle, he proceeded to propel, propel the bike forward. But in the most comical example of Newton's first law of motion, he performed a backward somersault over the rear fender as the bike rolled forward without him. Luckily, no fence required mending. No hospital visits were necessary, and the bike asked for no replacement parts after picking it up from its fitful nap in the yard. Damn, this dude needs to write books. Exactly! (laughs) So this is a long story meant to express my thanks at your applause for a Chinese bike that should do well in the hands of a growing boy, developing the skills necessary to make it to Erzberg. Thank you, gentlemen, for the laughs and company. Can't wait to get together. Maybe the boy will let his Uncle Sean borrow his dirt bike just to see how it holds up against those SR125s. Until next time, take a swallow of your favorite spirit from me. Gents, your fellow inebriate, Sean O'Hara. Yeah, dude. Fucking A, man. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Again, can't, can't possibly say what a great letter that was. And dude, that was amazing. Isn't that amazing? That's, I was like, I was edge of the seat hanging writing. on. Dude can write, yep. man. That yeah, was I'm excellent. telling you, man, we do good. Our listeners yeah. are fucking aces. Absolutely aces. Uh, so anyway, yeah, there you go. Yeah, but we're not even lying this time. Like that, he's really good. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so on one of our other uh, podcast patrons, uh, Rowdy Reimer. Like that, gotta love that. Rowdy Reamer, it's probably Rowdy Reamer. But anyway, he says, I'm listening to the discussion podcast and I heard the discussion about taking weapons when motorcycling. Maybe for traveling through Canada, a takedown carbine might be an option. This is something that I've kind of. I've seen more and more in the news about bears being where bears aren't supposed to be, or Mm. humans being where they're not supposed to be. Yeah, that's kind of the way. Yeah. Right. And so if nature decides it wants the quarter acre that your subdivision is on, then the bear's going to come back. But the problem is when you get between bear A and bear B, bad shit happens, right? And I do understand that. And I've been thinking more and more about like the idea of, is it not a bad idea to have a firearm? Like, eh. You know, you know, just something you know under six inches, and you know, concealable to be legal in our state. You know, even a pocket rocket three fifty seven. Yeah, you know, revolver. A judge, right? Like the little hammerless one. Oh, you you mean like a CW, like a a little Taurus 
Model 85 or something? Yeah. I got to fight a bear. I'd sure you'd rather use that than Fuck yeah. Absolutely. And I think a 357. Everybody says, oh. Oh, that'll just bounce off them. My 357 is not bouncing off a bang. No, they're and also, very don't strong. They if nothing else, powerful. it's going to make a hell of a bang. Well, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Don't they say a lot of it, the noise the is noise. what scares a bear right. away. Unnatural right. just, things. You squeeze the hammer four times. If the bear hasn't left, you save the fifth for yourself. Because <laughs> when he's 20, fucking you, you're going to wish you were dead. If I have a 22, <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to shoot him as many times as I can exactly. with that. Why not? <laughs> just head, look for meaty things like eyes and snouts and... <laughs> I, mean, I totally yeah. I get it that it's a bear. Right. And I don't have nearly as thick a skin as a bear. Right. But a twenty two would go through a lot of stuff. It's not gonna be like Again, oh, that didn't hurt. It's not because I'm gonna be trying to shoot this animal when he's a mile and a half away. This is gonna be a me or you situation. I mean and, you can yeah. put a cow down with a twenty two to its skull. Exactly. I mean. And if once I've thrown my other two fast friends in front of the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because I'm the slow guy. I'm the guy who can't run. So it's literally I'm going to have to shoot you in the leg and shoot you in the leg. So that's two rounds. (laughs) And now the bear's going to one of them in the leg, but you just want to make sure. I want to make sure. Right. Yeah. That's. I want to shoot them both in the leg because the first guy's going to fall. The bear's going to work with him. The second guy's going to run away, and he's going to tell what happened. There's no way you can pass up two meals. Can you imagine the gamut of emotions? Like yeah. your buddy just fucked and hosed you, and that's like, oh. And then you turn and look, and there's a fucking bear about to eat you, and now it's, ah. And so, like, you're just bouncing up and down, and then you're dead. I was in my young teen <laughs> years when my father shot me. <laughs> I know you don't. Okay. I was 12 ish. Yeah. And I knew that we didn't have a great relationship, <laughs> but I didn't think shooting me was a real viable option. But. Number six shot hurts. I'm sure. From ah. 60, 70 feet away. Mm. Yeah. It hurts. There's a decent pattern still there. And uh, it did. I, I had more than four pellets in each leg. Mm. Yeah. And that was, I mean, I know it was a hunting accident, but I will admit my amount of lip dropped <laughs> dramatically after that. Like, you thought I had no lip after that. For a little while, I gave that man a very wide berth. Yeah. I'm not saying it worked. I'm just saying it shut me up for a little while. You're like, I know what that did. Can a rake damage me? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my dad had size 15 (laughs) shoes, and he threw a work boot at me one time, knocked me down a short flight of stairs. (laughs) From the living room. I mean, a size 15 Timberland thrown by a guy 6'4 and over 300 pounds. It's got some, yeah, it's got some torque. Yeah. It's a ninja boot. It just, no, it hit hard. Yeah. It, hurt. it hit me like Phil. 155 millimeter. Phil. Yeah. yeah. Taekwon leap. Taekwon leap. Yeah. Boot to the head. Boot to the head. Boot to the head. So that's that. So that's pretty cool. I, I wanted to read you guys that because that's pretty fucking, pretty badass. Um, and then there's one more I wanted to read you guys. I hate you. I hate you a lot. Let me see your lighter. Okay, here we go. <laughs> How about something from you off right now? You're going touching you. Let's do something European. I'm a peeing. We're I'm all not, a peeing. I'm not peeing. I'm oh. peeing earlier. <laughs> from Arthur. Don't light that by that natural gas. What? I hope he goes off. He's gonna blow your pants up. Right up his uh, all right. It smells like burnt hair over here. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to get this right and not fuck it up. <laughs> this is from the Netherlands. This is a waste or, gas burner now. It is a waste <laughs> gas burner. But you are making life easier for us over here by burning off his extra fuel. Right. 
An email from a loyal listener of the podcast. You guys are the sound wall in my workshop. I've never heard that before. You're the sound wall. You are the sound wall in my workshop. As here in the Netherlands, anything below 300 cc's is considered a bicycle. Every Dutch person gets at least two at birth. Or a vehicle to get you from age 16 to age 18. You must understand, I cannot share your enthusiasm there. Doesn't keep me from laughing myself to tears listening to your discussions. For me, it is rebuilding crashed bikes. Currently rebuild and own. Ducati Multistrada 1000 crashed against a car. Mm. Ducati 750 Supersport mm. 94 forgot mm. to take a turn. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it gets better. Well, <laughs> it's just a jump to the left. Laverta 750 SF oh, Drum Brake 72. Wow. Nice. Cool. Was I'm used as an Italian flower pot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, I'm in that. <laughs> An XT650 got hit by a car after 100,000 kilometers. Oof. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? An XT? An XT600. Wow. After 100,000 kilometers. Yeah, that's a mile. 60,000. We generally, we generally consider that to be a 25,000-mile motor. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, right, exactly. But the reason I send you this email is because you talk often about this project where they rebuild old bikes with kids to get them acquainted with tech and work. Yeah, yeah. MotoGo. It's called MotoGo. Moto yes, Go. it is. I am starting a project similar here for younger people who drop out of school or work for several reasons and to get them back on track within a social structure where they are appreciated and learn to find out what makes their hearts beat faster. Oh, that's Excellent. awesome. Hey, Sweet. I would like to share some experience with you guys in the U.S. Do you have a contact? Arthur, absolutely, and, yeah. and you found it. So uh, clevelandmoto at gmail.com. Uh, gmail.com, clevemoto at gmail.com. Please, Arthur, we do want to hear about that because it is fucking important. Yeah. And any one of us who's ever gone to Moto Go and seen what's happening there, um, not just among the 40 to 60-year-old miscreant guys who rent booth space there and you know torture old machines, right. but about the kids that are actually learning about motorcycles and building cool bikes, and that's happening the whole way around. So there's a lot of things happening there. There's a stage for people who play music. Yep. There's a pinball. Yep. Uh, there, what's what's it? What, there, there's pool tables. There's. Yeah. It's a good place to hang it's, out. It's a good, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, a good, good clubhouse for people that don't right. want to do anything. But they the, want to figure it out. But during the day, I think the Moto Go classrooms, the, the yep. kids just go upstairs. Yeah. I don't think they're hanging out. Down so th that's the deal. And Moto Go also does bring the trailer to yeah. your school. If you don't have a shop. Yeah. If you don't have a shop, that kind of a thing. So that's a big deal. As far as I'm concerned, I'm extremely happy that you're doing something like that. You know, I bet you if he has questions or anything, we could probably link him up with, uh, uh, with Steve or Brian. Brian. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I'm you know, certain of it. Coming, coming from my end, I'm going to say it, is it's hard to find anybody that knows which end of a wrench to hold. Huh? And it's even harder to find somebody that knows which end of the wrench to hold 10 years after you've tried to teach them how to hold which end of the wrench to yep. hold. And there aren't enough people. No matter where you are, no matter what you do, there are not enough mechanics or non technically inclined people, period. So anything you can do to help this out, yeah. you know, this American school system aside, I, you know, I I knew in the fifth grade I wanted to be a mechanic. Because I read something that said recession-proof careers, and I realized I didn't like alcohol then. Right. So I didn't want to be a bartender. Mechanic, on the other hand. Everybody needs one. Yep. Absolutely. So, man, Absolutely. good on you. Yep. 
They can't outsource you. Yeah. They cannot outsource you. That's no, no. exactly As right. As a matter of fact, my yeah. boss actually imported me. <laughs> he said, went to a lot of trouble to import you. Uh, he bought me a bar. Yeah. So here's the uh, Nate Cavanaugh, 10 bucks. He's going to get the punchlines now. Oh, okay. Yay. So Nate Cavanaugh. He only uh, took tips. He, he's got the, he got the $10 Patreon level. He's going to catch the pat. He's going to catch the, uh, all of the, the good, good stuff. Uh, now, I have one last one. This is it. So we're going to close. There won't be any more. This will be our last letter tonight. Uh, Cody. So he's from St. Louis. Okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) My name is Cody. I'm writing in from St. Louis area, Missouri. I was rolling back through a few older uploads since I've been caught up uh, on the podcast. And I have a question about something mentioned in one of the delivery monologue uploads. I think that's me in the truck alone. Uh huh. He says, you mentioned that shops like to have orbital guys available to wrench on bikes they can't or aren't allowed to touch due to age or other factors they can't control. This is when we give somebody the name and number to somebody we know mm. that is willing to work on your 72 yeah. Honda CB. Yeah, that makes sense. Because we can't do it as part of our lineup at the shop because I just can't give up the shop space, the lift space, waiting six weeks or eight weeks for a part to come in. Right. Or like if, sometimes if you guys are super slammed and you yep. need something, you call around. That's Absolutely. how I met the tire Nazi. There it I is. I call. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So we do. So he's exactly right. We have guys kind of, yeah, that we do that. Uh, I've been very, very well acquainted with the older carved Evo Sportsters for many years. Since we are rapidly approaching the line that if your Harley has a carb, the dealer won't deal with it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you're not shitting. True story. True fucking story. True story. And guy came into my shop the other day with a 2006, I believe, that had 3,000 miles on it. Dealer wouldn't touch it. Wow. And the dealer laid the whole, well, it's 14 years old or older. I'm not touching it. Wow. And they're like, wait, it's, oh, man. And I realized, I was like, oh, shit, it is. It's fucking 23 years old, man. Yeah. Like, that bike is older you're, than I gave it credit for. You're, yeah. you're McCoonie knockoff. <laughs> or, or, or whatever, yeah. yeah. But the yeah, thing is, when you bike. look at it, you can't really tell. Because it just I know. looks the oh. same. <laughs> right. So anyway, he's like, I got to thinking, what does it take to set up such a thing? Legally, with minimal liability. Well, the first thing is, don't do it legally. Right. Yeah. The more legally it is, the more liability. Yeah, more I mean, this is such a oh, be, I didn't know. know. Sorry, and you get a slap on your dick maybe once. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. nobody's out there with a team of people looking right. for the repair guy. Yeah. So here's <laughs> what he says: With a family to feed, the last thing I need is a tax hammer or some stuffy paper pusher to wreck my livelihood. But I'd absolutely love to pursue my passion with motorcycles. This ran a little long, so I'll leave it with just that. Keep up the solid production. Toss back around for me. Thanks a million, Cody. Cody, I'm going to tell you the secret that I should have listened to is be small, keep it all. Stay small, keep it all. (laughs) Fly under the fucking radar. Yeah. If you make no promises, you face no liability. If you are just working on cool old bikes because you like cool old bikes, that is the best place to be. If you happen to take small portraits of dead people as payment, or exchange for your time and effort, so fucking be it, man. Plus, there's got to be a few cops around that need their bikes fixed. Damn fucking hook them straight. up, and then you're fucking... Once yeah. you become their dude's fucking mechanic... Not joking. Yeah. Not joking. I'm going to tell you, the f- having having a few firemen yeah. that we call customers yeah. is not a bad thing. Oh. No, it's not a bad thing. Uh, you're absolutely right. 
You know, the, the hardest part about all of this is that when you feel when when liability becomes an issue, is the only time it's ever going to be a man. I wish I was a little bit more legal. <laughs> I don't think that's the case, man. Every time I pay my insurance bill, (laughs) I'm like, man, I wish I wasn't so legal. Uh, Every time I pay my property tax, man, I wish I wasn't so legal. I mean, you could protect yourself, right? Like, just have like a, a, hey, as a friend, I'm fixing your bike, and I I have no liability if anything happens. You know, everyone says, make a waiver, and I'm saying, don't make a waiver. It's the opposite of waiver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't. The less, the less. I was sitting here working in my garage. The least Some amount. Some guy of- wandered up and said, "Hey, can you work on my bike?" I said, "I don't really work on bikes, but I'd be interested." But he offered me money, and I said, "Well, I, I wouldn't normally do this, but I'll work on your bike if you want to give me some little bit of money. Right. I, I don't know you, so I'm not going to just do it for free, but I'll help you out." Do that three hundred times a year. Yeah, you'll name your boat. Thanks, John. Because <laughs> right? yeah. I used to sit there and work in my garage, and people would be like, "You work on bikes?" And I'm like, "No, these are all mine." I yep. You need any help? I could give you some advice, but I'm not really inter- you know. But I could have just been. like I'm gonna tell yeah, you. I, I kind of work on bikes. What do you want? Yeah. When we were at the Mentor store, we had a guy that did old Harley's. Exactly what this guy's talking about doing. Well, that's what if you become the shop, like who's gonna fucking say anything? Don't be the shop. No, I'm saying shop. the shop guy. Like it just the, yeah yeah just be like the guy who's just that's in the garage. Point. Got a couple of lifts. No, but you get your you get your hookup a at hobbyist. the shop, just like you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. when you get there, the yeah. shop yeah. owner's like, call oh, call Dave. Believe man. me. Oh guy. yeah, no. I got no. two cards in my shop. I wish I had six. Yeah. Yeah. I, when, because every busted up, you know, ninety two Virago that comes in, that's like, yeah, man, I got this for four hundred bucks. You, no. The second yeah. you find a guy, call Cecil. They can take the thing. Fox was my guy in New Orleans. Fox was my guy. Find your guy. And if we couldn't and wouldn't deal with it, because there was no money involved, we would say, look, we can't work on this. But if you call this guy, because yeah. if you tell somebody no, you're they the hate asshole. You. You're the <clears throat> asshole. And you know what? If you say, call this guy and see if he'll work on it, yeah. suddenly you're a hero. Yeah, you're trying to help him out. And the guy who wants to work on that, because yep. he wants to have fun. Yeah. See, Cody's hitting it though. He's this is the perfect time yeah. right now because listen, oh, yeah, fentanyl's killing all the crackheads. <laughs> so, there's no crackheads out there fixing bikes anymore. Right. So now you're gonna have all that availability too. You know, and the reality is he's not wrong. Right. The early, early two thousand ish Harleys yeah. are a fairly simple bike. Because yeah. It's 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 just a, a McCooney knockoff. They're all fine. They're all they're all fine, they're all easy to work on. But right. the point is I guarantee if you live in any major metropolitan area, your two Harley Davidson dealerships that you work with oh, yeah. will not work on your oh, bike yeah. if it's over 14 years old. I like old. the 15 year old girl who had the eBay store. You send her your carburetor, she cleans it for you and sends it back. And oh, yeah. Like 300 bucks a carb and like any carb. Like any carb. carb yeah. Whatever Doesn't carb. matter. She's coming from my end, even that's a deal. Sounds good. 300 bucks, let's go. Yeah, sounds I good. Mean, hey, Phil. How much does a genuine Buddy 125 carburetor cost these days? We're not even... (laughs) We're at at the risk of having people shouting about how... You can put a Chinese one on. You don't need to buy the authentic uh, one. You can put a Chinese one on. If I could, I would. (laughs) You, You know what? You know what? You can, but I won't. We're not going to. 
I'm not going to. I've got one sitting on my shelf. Just not going to do it. And I look at it and go, no. (laughs) Owen Stahl also became a $5 a month member. He's dangerously close to getting the punchlines. Yeah. Dangerously close. He only took... He does get a box from Renee, though, so that's pretty cool. So he gets a box from Renee. And today, this morning, we shipped out... I think we shipped out nine uh, nine Badger boxes. So nine Badger boxes went out this morning, and... uh, we have a new item that we're putting in the Badger boxes now that I think the people are really going to like. Renee so there's must a, have broke a sweat. What's that? Renee must have broke a it sweat. It was pretty funny well, because uh, she, she worked yesterday. So she worked on Thanksgiving. Yeah. She wasn't going home to see her family. She's like, yeah, whatever. And we went to Niagara Falls for fun. You know, so we, we delivered a bike to... You said she worked with sweat. So if you get a wet box, I mean... <laughs> if you, if, uh, if don't, you, be, don't be upset. If you notice that your box is a little more moist than you were expecting. It's probably at the end. It's probably of the because yeah, the, she she did have to stuff her box so many times. You were like the eighth or ninth morning. box at that point. Yeah, she was yeah. like seven or eight, at least seven or eight stuffings <laughs> deep. Yeah. So you know, like, how, you know thir- thir- uh, turkey with all that stuffing. The uh, oh man, you just got. Well, I, I did clean up the back of the shop so that now she can access the printing gear. Yeah. So that's going to be another thing. So. We, I don't know if people know this, but every single Cleveland Moto t-shirt that's ever been sold was printed in-house. Yep. And so uh, we're going to get the get the whole band back together it again. Is, we're going to get the literally five-stage press going. design contest again? Yes, we oh, are. Yeah. Somebody needs to design a good t-shirt. Oh, believe me. We're, that is, we are well on the, and we're, this year our t-shirt design contest is going to have rules. <laughs> so that we no, so that we can so we can kind of keep it on target a little bit, yeah, yeah. Because I realized ah, the way that the podcast has been for the past year, I don't want to get twenty six submissions of just dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would print that twenty six. Look, I'd print if that. we get one random dick pick through there, <laughs> we want to make Renee print a dick. Exactly. You know what? It's two feet away from. Like, look, it's like a penis, only smaller. It's two feet. It's two (laughs) feet away from my desk. Yes, which means that I will print your dick. We'll be making (laughs) bony big boat cast shirts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we'll have at least one, maybe one rule, right? One rule. But that's the name of that. If it's going to be a dick, it better be a fucking clever dick. A clever dick. That's it. Clever dick. Um, And uh, either side of your balls. So I do like that. Anybody else got anything else for it? Give your balls a tug. Come Give your balls a tug. Come eh? on. Somebody's got to have a Christmas joke. He's not here. No, no. No, no Christmas fine. joke. Not, I will not do a Christmas joke if uh, Christmas is not here. Uh, the Christmas jokes need to be Christmas jokes. So true. when they go down in flames, nobody else catches any shrapnel What do you call it when it rains on Thanksgiving? Foul weather. Hey! Hey! And on that, my friends, remember to ride fast and take chances. Place out here, John. Oh, man. Hey, press the red button. Get us out of here.